0: Hello and welcome to the latest Liverpool Blood Red Podcast with me, Ian Doyle. Joining me today is Echo reporter Christian Walsh. Hello Christian. Hello Ian. And also with me is LFC editor Andrew Kelly. Hi Andy. You are right, Ian? And I believe you've got something to tell us before we go any further.
1: I do just need to uh, mention our very kind sponsors, Harry's Razors and uh, uh, the Blood Red Podcast brought in association with them. Um, and if you uh, pop on to harrys.com forward slash blood red, you can get a trial set uh, for £2.99 where you'll get a razor, a five blade cartridge, some cracking shaving gel and a travel blade cover. We've been trying it out round the desk and it's a fantastic uh, shave with harrys.com. Apparently, used by three million chaps in the USA, and they're hoping to uh, uh, get a few million more in the UK. So that's Harry's.com. So thanks to our sponsors.
0: Well, there may be those three million in the USA using that, but we've got
1: one man in Germany, haven't we? We have. Uh, are you there, Jay? I am. <laughs> yeah. That is the dulcet tones of our uh, Liverpool FC reporter, both home and away. Uh, Full James time
0: Pierce? Full
1: time, sorry. Liverpool reporter. Both home
0: and away, James Pierce. Uh, James, how's Germany treating you?
2: Uh, thankfully better than, than yesterday. Yeah, it was a pretty bleak first day for Liverpool's training camp here in Bavaria. Um, it was absolutely torrential rain from, from start to finish, but uh, yeah, a bit brighter today. and I'm just watching the closing stages of the, the second and, and final training session of the day. And, yeah, pretty picturesque surroundings, the, the, uh, close to the bank to Lake hagen V and the Bavarian Alps.
1: Uh, James, the lots of fans are, are have all their eyes on, on Coutinho at the minute. Obviously, uh, lots of speculation around his future, and um, the pictures are, the pictures of him coming off the plane and the the ones that we've seen from Germany haven't particularly uh, shown him in a particularly good light, looking a bit uh, glum and down. But uh, how's he gone in the training today?
2: Yeah, he he's looked very sharp to be to be honest. He's played. He's been involved in every minute of the. Uh, of the three sessions that Liverpool have done since they've been here. he, we, uh, We've just watched him just about a few minutes ago rattle the crossbar after uh, turning away from Emery Chan uh, during their 11th side game, which they're just having to, to finish off. Um, yeah, he looked he looked sharp. I mean, I think I think it reminds me a bit of the, the Luis Flores situation a few years back when suddenly everyone becomes an expert in body language and, and tries to read everything into every photo and every, every bit of footage that you see of him. But, um, you know, I've got I've I've got no from from what I've seen myself. There's no reason for alarm. I think at this stage, you know, he's he's knuckled down and he's
1: he's played a full part in the camp so far. The um, the reports from Spain about Coutinho, you know, apparently having a deal with Barcelona. If they can get a deal uh, with Liverpool, Uh, uh, the you spoke to Klopp about the Coutinho situation when you were over in Hong Kong a few days back, and um, it, it it was. Unequivocal from the Liverpool side at, uh, uh, at that stage, and as far as we understand, uh, uh, that continues that he, he's simply not for sale, is he?
2: No, Liverpool's stance is, is completely the same as it was in Hong Kong last week, and I, I don't see that change at any time soon. I think you know they're they're adamant that you know it's it's not a case of you know you know the, the, a case of Barcelona needing to increase the price or anything like that. The, the simple fact is. Barcelona have been told he is not to sale, And, you know, the, yes, I think Liverpool are braced for a, a second bid, but they, uh, you know, they certainly don't want one. Um, and I think, you know, I don't, I don't think the club's position could be really any stronger. You know, it's not, you know, I think, you know, five years to go on his contract, no relief clause, um, Liverpool back in the Champions League this season. I, I, I don't see that. I, I don't see their, their stance changing, regardless of what. Barcelona come, come back to the bargaining table with because you know, he's that important to Klopp. And I think you know, Klopp's spoken in the past about uh, desperately trying to keep hold of their top talent by showing them that you know, the club's moving in a direction where even elite talent can achieve all their dreams from, from staying where they are. And you know, I think it, it would feel like a, a, a huge part of the, the great work that's been done by Klopp would be, would be damaged if to lose someone like Coutinho at, at this stage in, in the club range.
1: And the, I mean, I wrote a piece yesterday about you know possibly, um, given we know that for South American footballers that you know Real and Barca, it's it seen it seen by then really as the pinnacle in European football. That you know, I, I can foresee a situation in the future where Coutinho um, could end up at, at at the new Camp, but but it, it it's certainly one that Liverpool can't afford to let happen. now, no matter. What money is on the table, and obviously with the Neymar situation and the possibility of Barcelona getting a ridiculous, you know, two hundred twenty-two million euros has been mentioned as a buyout clause. You know, Barcelona may have money to burn, but really, at this stage for Liverpool, the the player is more important than than the money, isn't he? Yeah, but I think even
2: you know, even if they came back and said is one hundred twenty million, I, I, I still think then it, it, the answer should would be and, and should be no because. You know, being honest, you winner, know, what are you, what are you going to be able to get at this stage of the window um, for for that that kind of money? And I, I just think Tino is that important to Liverpool um, and what he can do for them this season. I, I think you're right. I don't think this is going to go away. I think I think Barcelona probably will come knocking again next summer, and and if they don't get in then probably the summer after. But um, yeah, I, I I I think I I you know I would I would be absolutely amazed if if this if if this Sudden, this, you know, you, you, obviously things things happen in football that that, that that surprise you all the time. But I would be absolutely amazed if, if Liverpool shifts on this one, just just because of just how entrenched Klopp Klopp was last week with his, you know, not to sell at any price. The owners, you know, he, he hasn't just said that off off his own back. He's had those reassurances from Boston, um, and and I, and I think also I don't I don't get the impression i I've, I've heard nothing or seen nothing to. Suggest that Coutinho is really going to agitate for that move, and you know I, th- I think he'll know himself that having only signed that five-year deal, what kind of six, seven months ago, that um, that you know he owes he owes Liverpool, and you know and I think what is he, 25 years of age, so yeah, I'm, I'm sure I'm sure the, the chance to play for Barcelona will come up again, and I'm sure it's something that will appeal to him in the future, but you know not I, I don't see it happening uh, certainly this season.
0: James, you mentioned then about uh, Coutinho's importance to Liverpool. Is he that important to Liverpool in that he's a player who can have no price on him, and Liverpool should not sell him? Certainly not this summer, anyway. I, yeah, I
2: think so. I think because I, I, think, I think there was signs in the like the first three, sort of three months of last season before he got the injury. I thought he was as good as anyone in the Premier League, and, and you know, and and then obviously the injury derailed him, and it took him a long time to get back up to that level. But yeah, I, I think he's I think he's Liverpool's big you know, biggest talent by by some distance. And I think also, you know, the age he is now, you know, he he can be absolutely immense for Liverpool this season. I think he could do for Liverpool this season what Suarez did for them in twenty thirteen, fourteen, you know, in a, in a you know, and there's obviously parallels with that in terms of you know, Suarez was linked with an exit last summer, you know, he didn't he didn't leave um and, and made a and made a huge contribution. Um you know, I, th- I think you know I can you know I can see something similar happening in
1: this case James the other thing is he he's I mean it, it's not important of course but he, he hasn't half started pre-season in absolutely superb form has he obviously getting getting the uh, the winner over in um, in the Hong Kong final last Saturday it was a, it was a decent um it was a decent uh, you know d- a decent few days over in the far east for Liverpool and I, I know it's not important to win the tournament or not but it but it always for me, is, you know, you'd always rather win than lose, and it just helps breed positivity in the camp, doesn't it?
2: Yeah, and I I think also, you know, all eyes were on Coutinho in that that game against Leicester City in the the final game over there, because it was the the night after he'd had the talks with Klopp, um, and Klopp had had made it absolutely crystal clear to him that Liverpool had rejected the bid from Barcelona and would reject any further bid this summer. So, you, you know, you were kind of looking to see which way it would go, and you know, he was he was absolutely sensational on the night. And when you think, you know, he only, you know, hasn't actually been back for pre-season that long, um, I think he was only back in that week leading up to the, the Hong Kong tour. So for him to reach those levels already um, is a is a massive massive positive. And I think yeah, in general, I think that the Hong Kong tour was, you know, it was it was two really decent games because I think it helped the fact it was Premier League opposition. Sometimes on those Far East trips, you can play against kind of agents, select elevens, and you know, it can be a bit. Bit bit Mickey Mouse, but you know the fact that the fact that it was Premier League opposition meant there was a real edge to to both
0: the game. I mean, there's another player who's been linked with a move away from Liverpool. That's Lazar Markovic. I mean, there was reports obviously this week that uh, 16 million Fiorentina uh, move, but obviously Fiorentina have now said they don't want to pay that for him.
2: No, which isn't a great surprise to be honest. I think I was I was surprised at just um, how high Liverpool's valuation is of Markovic. I know. I don't try the fees that have, have gone through the roof this summer, but, um, you know, I, I think Liverpool will be lucky to get 10 or 12 for him. Um, but I think they think at this stage they don't need to, to lower their sights because I think, you know, Leicester City are very keen on him. Uh, Watford, um, they registered their interest a few weeks back. So I think they feel, they feel as if, um, you know, they, they will get close to that £16 million figure if they... If they sit tight, and I think they've got a, a similar kind of issue at the moment with Stacco and with Moreno as well, where kind of you know there's been interest in in those two and Markovic, um, but you know at the moment the, the clubs the clubs that those players would like to go to um, are not clubs who are willing to meet Liverpool's valuation. So um, you know, but but I think I think Liverpool will think you know there's still a lot of, enough left in the window that they're prepared to, to sit tight and, and get the deals they think they can get.
1: And James, the couple who will looks set to be on their way fairly soon on a on a, on a loan deal. Uh, Shea Ojo obviously uh, isn't in Germany; he's uh, he's deciding on a choice between several clubs to go on loan. And it looks like Connor Randall's heading for Scotland. I think uh, saw from you earlier. Yeah, Connor, Connor
2: Randall to Hearts on a on a season long loan looks like that one's going to happen. I think that's that's pretty well advanced. I think it's just a case of. Whether there's any kind of um, kind of clause in it where Liverpool can recall him if, if needs be, I think that was one thing they were still talking about. Um, and then the other one, yeah, I mean Ojo obviously didn't travel to the, uh, the Far East. Um, I think Klopp explained to me last week that was more to do with because he could only take 25 players, um, so Ojo was just unfortunately missed the cut. But I think, yeah, leaving him out of this trip is very much because he is on the brink of going out on loan. Um, you know, Liverpool have, have got kind of a, a deal in place with the Derby, Villa, Fulham, and Middlesbrough. Um, so it's it's pretty much down to him and his his family really now to to make that to make that call. But um, yeah, I think Klopp certainly thinks that, you know th- in this stage in Ojo's development, he he benefit massively from uh, playing week in week out in the Championship.
1: We've got um, uh, we've also got uh, opportunity for one of the new boys by the looks of it with um, Milner. Uh, obviously having this uh, thigh strain and uh, he's not going to play again until they're back in, uh, not even train again until they're back in Liverpool, Piercy. So um, good good chances for Andy Robertson to come in with not a lot of pressure on him uh, in the Herter game coming up on Saturday and obviously the OD Cup next week and um, maybe, you know, make a little bit of an early impression.
2: Yeah, I think you know it's it's, it's probably you know, obviously harsh on Milner. In fact, we've just been watching him do about 15 laps of the uh, the athletics track here, uh, doing it with with rehab staff working away from the group. And um, he's uh, he obviously won't be involved in the, the games over here. But yeah, it's it is a great opportunity for Robertson to stake a claim and you know and to, and to prove that he can he can start the new Premier League season there. Um, you know, a few of us had the had the uh, the honour of sitting down with him for for a chat earlier on at lunchtime yeah, he's, a, he's a very, very humble, down-to-earth guy who you can just see. You know, he's absolutely buzzing about the fact that this this, this move has finally happened. Obviously, it was it was kind of uh, it was it was talked about fairly last summer. You know, he was spoken about then as a as an alternative to Ben Chilwell with Liverpool, considering whether to make a move for him. And and then obviously this summer, it's uh, dragged on a long, long time before Liverpool decided to to go ahead and get that 10 million pound deal done with Hull. But um yeah, I think he's you know, it's, it's it's obviously still really early days for him. Yesterday would have been his well I think yeah, Tuesday at Melbourne and then obviously uh, Wednesday here, his first sessions with his new teammates, so very much settling in. But yeah, it looks like he'll make his debut against Hertha Berlin on uh, on Saturday. And um yeah, looking forward to, to seeing him in action because, you know, from, from what I've seen of him with Harley, with you know, he, he does look a very good fit for uh for what we all know Klopp demands from his fullbacks, which is uh a lot of attacking
0: intent. Now, James, when we spoke to you uh, from Hong Kong last week, uh, Liverpool were chasing Navicata. A week down the line, they're still chasing him. Um, however, there's been a slight change. I'm not sure whether you've seen this. What Ralph Rangnick, the uh, RB Leipzig, I think he's a sporting director. He said he's got involved in a little bit of a controversy where he was talking about Kater and he was. He said that uh, he was saying that the players being encouraged and the quote is a whole village in Guinea to agitate for a transfer, uh, which is somewhat unwise for him to say. And is he's, he's then attempted today to try and explain his comments and he's somehow made it even worse with his explanation, which doesn't you know reflect him in a very good light.
1: I think uh, as Christian said, they'd they'd find the what did you say into it? They'd find the, the they finally find that spear in the ground <laughs> <laughs> And Ralph Radlock had had it all along. He just keeps on digging.
0: I mean, can this benefit Liverpool in any way? Because if the player now turns around to Leipzig and says, you know what don't fancy it so much here anymore. They haven't really got a leg to stand on, have they?
2: <laughs> well yeah, I I don't think it certainly can't do Liverpool's chances of getting him any harm, can it? I think you know, it was it was offensive what, what Ramwick said and you know, very, very unwise and it you know, it can only further alienate Kita. Um, you know, I I don't think it changes Kaiser's stance really because you know, he's desperate to move to Liverpool. We've don't been desperate to move to Liverpool all summer, so um but you know, you wouldn't wouldn't surprise you if he if he went back to Leipzig and and, and you know and, and said you know how can I how can I continue here after you know some of the, some of these offensive comments, but you know you do wonder. You know, the bottom line is, will it actually change Leipzig's stats? because they do seem so entrenched in terms of in terms of not selling him. And obviously, we had the comments last week from the actual bedball owner, didn't we, like making it making it clear as well and. um so, yeah, it's, it's, that is that saga doesn't really show any signs of coming to a conclusion any time soon. And yeah, It does feel like we've been talking about Naby Keiter and, and Van Dijk for an awful long time, but the, the, uh, the, 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 the reality is that, that Liverpool aren't really any further to making of Liverpool players than they were uh, three
3: months ago. I just love the idea that the theory originally that you saw on Twitter was that Liverpool and Leipzig had already agreed the deal... And it was all about playing the PR game. Well, I think that, I think that's well and truly been blown out of the water so thanks to Ralph's uh, comments, hasn't it? Because uh, anyone uh, thinking that's positive PR is absolutely uh, off their heads. Um, it's him. Um, you mentioned Virgil Van Dijk there as well, James. I mean, do you reckon he's the most important sign and over Keita? I mean, Keita's the one who's dominating. Certainly, you know my mentions at the moment. I'm sure yours as well. And. Everyone online, Liverpool fans, are talking about Naby Keita because he's probably the most prevalent one at the moment. But is Van Dijk the one that really Liverpool needs to get over the line?
2: Yeah, he's definitely. If you're looking at the squad and weighing up which one of the which one of the two Liverpool are crying out for more, I, I, I'd say undoubtedly Van Dijk because it, it, it seems to be if Liverpool don't get Van Dijk, then Klopp is is happy to persevere with the, the four centre backs he's got, which which would obviously then mean Gomez staying around for the season rather than going out on loan. But, you know, I would, I would be worried if that was, that was the case. Not because, not because I don't think Lovren and uh, a Matic are a decent combination. I just, I just think both of them have injury issues. And you, know, you have to look at how little they played together last season for the alarm bells to be ringing a bit. Um, and also then you're in a situation where Ragnar Clavis is your third-choice centre-half. And, you know, I think he had to play 25 games last season. And obviously, you know, with the extra European commitments this time around, you know, you'd you probably be looking at him maybe even having to play even more than that, which that would concern me when you think of the, the elite level that we all hope Liverpool will be competing at as long as they get through that, that playoff. So, so yeah, Van, Van Dyke is the one for me that I just think he's a, he's a massive game changer if, if Liverpool get in because I just think defensively then, you know, I think you're probably looking at Lovren as, as your third choice centre-half, which which would uh which would make me think Liverpool are, have got a much greater depth in that in that department um whilst in midfield you know Klopp has has got you know a, a great deal of options and i think i think that's also why there might not be there might not be an alternative to um to Kaita if um if if that one doesn't happen because you know i think it was just the fact that Kaita gave you that uh you know he seemed to seemed to you know, Klopp you know loves him that much because uh you know, he felt feels as if
1: he's almost two players in one, with his defensive attributes and his ability to make a difference going forward as well. The uh, I think most the fans out there, certainly the ones uh, we heard from today, James, uh, young uh, Joe Rimmer put a poll on the uh, on the Echo site earlier, and uh, he's not that young. Uh, he's well, he's fairly young compared to uh, old dogs like me, but uh, yeah, I think it was over seventy percent of of fans uh, given the choice of having Van Dyke or or and of course. Um, we, it's, it might be a choice they don't they don't get at all, but uh, they 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 thought Van Dyke was more important at this stage. And I think in terms of you say in terms of the balance of the squad, it certainly feels like centre back is weaker than midfield at the moment. Um, certainly a midfield that you know we could see if, if you know assuming Coutinho stays, that could be an extra body potentially in there at times this season when he drops back. So it doesn't look too bad midfield, and uh, but centre back as you say um is a, is an issue that's you know seems to uh, you know have been there for a while and been especially to get someone you know who can be as dominant as van dyke uh so we'll have to wait and see um if his uh if his strike if we can call it that uh, it's delivers it's well, not a strike he's, well, just, he's,
0: he's having a rest he's, that's what he's doing <laughs> well he's
1: certainly not with <laughs> not with southampton and i mean that's you know that's an int- an interesting scenario isn't it um you know, if 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 you if it was that if that was to happen to a Liverpool player, you know, let's consider the worst of the worst. And if Coutinho was to take that approach, at some stage we'd we'd all assume that that's the beginning of an end game for him to leave the club, wouldn't we? And I think there's been a couple of things coming out of Southampton in the last couple of days, just in terms of phraseology and stuff, where you you start to think that maybe the sort of he's not for sale rhetoric is. Becoming a little bit weaker.
3: I think every club are the same as well. In terms of we're now into the last week of July, the Premier League starts in about two weeks, two and a half weeks, and three weeks. And they all need to start planning for the new season. The last thing I think Southampton wants is to eventually fold on Van Dyke for, let's say, 60, 70 million pounds, and they've got two weeks to, to spend it. I think there's going to come a point, uh, you know, for every club in terms of this, you know, players you want to wear, etc., there's going to have to be a bit of a, an in house deadline, an internal deadline to say, right, if we get what we want for them by August 4th or whatever, we'll sell them because we need that time to find the replacement. And I think maybe Southampton have realised it's, it's, it's all or nothing with Virgil van Dijk, we have to sell them in the near future. Or we're risking having a very unhappy player who, who might refuse to play, or or doesn't doesn't want to turn out for us for six months, twelve months, and, and what to that? Bear in yeah. mind, he's on a very big contract there as well. Yeah,
1: I mean, they did strengthen with the young Polish lad earlier in the summer, didn't they? But he's clearly one for the future, isn't he? Rather than to come straight into like a Premier League team, and uh, um, so they have they've been looking at. Um, Stevens wouldn't they and Yoshida yes, possibly being a starting two with the police ladders the third choice if at this stage and you'd think that they'd want to strengthen that again if they did lose Van Dyke there, wouldn't they? There's
3: a former French international knocking round who's
1: available <laughs> Oh yes we're aware of, yeah I mean a lot of people Pierce, maybe this is one for you there's a lot of people say you know uh, has no one thought of, of offering Sacco into, into this to sweeten <laughs> this deal and I can't I think I think we can assume that it That's has funny it has it has passed somebody's mind at, at Melwood that, oh yeah, um we've got a, a centre half who we're keen to move on, shall we say, who's who's got a Premier League pedigree and and indeed an international one and um we can only assume that Michael Edwards and his team um were they to to approach um Southampton that uh, you know, it it'd be something they'd be, be prepared to put on the table if they thought Southampton wanted to wanted to listen to it.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. I think if there was any indication that that Southampton wanted him, and you know, you, if you you, uh, you could foresee, you know, I'm sure Liverpool would be more than happy to do a you know 40 million plus plus saco if if that was something that uh, that Southampton would take. But there's been no no indications that Southampton are you know that is something they're... They are interested in. I mean, to be honest, their position hasn't, hasn't changed all the way through this. And, you know, I think, I think their position is, is, is definitely weaker now, just because I think it has to be when a player kicks up a fuss to the extent that, that Van Dyke has. But, um, you know, they, they are still still insisting that they won't be forced into selling him. Although, you know, as you had said, I think you know, surely there will come a time where you, you can only continue so long with a. Situation where the, where the players not even training with the squad and, and missing training camps, and you know, I think, I think um, you know, the manager was quoted, wasn't he, down there, as, as saying that. i uh, you know, I've told Van Dyke, you know, as soon as he uh, tells me he's 100% committed, he'll be brought back into the fold. But you, you do wonder whether that situation is ever going to arise because he is he is so desperate to make that move to Liverpool.
0: James, we'll let you go in a second because I know you're probably dying to go off and uh, get something to eat. There must be a Mackey's nearby, I thought.
2: No, 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 no. All very, all very authentic round here. I had some, uh, I had some schnitzel for lunch, <laughs> and last night I had, I had the uh, the pork and dumplings last night. Oh, really? That's really good. That's well, very good. Any, any fat waste? Uh, not yet. No, no, no. It's, it's very sleepy round here. I, I tried to order a dessert at quarter past nine in the evening, and was told it was far
1: too late and the kitchen was shut. <laughs> <laughs> i you just outlined for people the next few days. Then Liverpool, obviously playing in, in Berlin. Berlin on Saturday, so uh, we're Thursday. So presumably they'll they'll stay where where you are uh, tomorrow, and then and then f- head to Berlin on on Saturday. Yeah,
2: I mean where, where they're based, just on the banks for Lake. Link- Hagensee, which is in a, a little town called Rotterhagen. Rotter um they're actually staying here for the, for the whole the whole stay in germany they're um, they're literally just leaving here which is about an hour drive away to munich fly to berlin saturday play the game in berlin uh, against hertha and then fly back to here um and then they'll be based here um for their Audi cup commitments um, in the early stages of, of next week and then Obviously, those games. I think I think Klopp will do a press conference actually in, in a hotel in the middle of Munich on Monday to, to preview the tournament. I think I think they're going to put up all four managers of the you know, obviously it's Liverpool, Bayern, Atletico, and, and Napoli. Um, Could again, be lively Tuesday Wednesday. Yeah, yeah, it should be good. I mean, it's, that's, I mean, one thing you can never. One thing you certainly won't be able to complain about come the start of the season is Liverpool being undercooked. Um, when you look at the opponents, they've. They've faced so far and what they've got coming up over over the next couple of weeks. So you know, it's it's very much the pre-season the club wanted. You know, Liverpool have certainly delivered for them on, on that front. And, um, yeah, looking forward to it. Three three real high-caliber games. And, um, yeah, there's certainly the facilities that they've got here are, are top class. So I think uh, there, there shouldn't be any, any excuses for, for not delivering
0: well, James, thank you very much for joining us on the line. Uh, go and get something to eat, because I know you're probably starving now.
1: Enjoy the dumplings, mate.
0: Cheers, lad. Cheers. James Pearce there, live from Germany. Uh, I think a couple of things that he's uh, he's mentioned that we didn't have a chance to pick up on, was Coutinho, I think, is the main one. I mean, Andy, you wrote the piece saying that perhaps the... Did he say he owes Liverpool another year? Or yeah.
1: what do you mean by that, owes them? Yeah, well, I think... It's difficult to, to catch the nuance of this, but essentially, Coutinho in a situation where he signed his new deal in January. Um, I think for him to, you know, agitate for one of a better word, and there's been no suggestion as Pearcey said that he is, but for him to potentially head away now as we head into August, um, as Liverpool, you know, have a crucial Champions League. Um, playoff coming off, and Chris Christian can update us in, in a little minute on the uh, on the latest on on the playoffs because he is our uh, guru on this. But so. um, the uh, <laughs> um, the uh, um, for me, as as PC said, it would be absolutely crazy for Liverpool to whatever is on the table, apart from you know something absolutely ridiculous. I'll pick a figure out there two hundred million, right? Uh, you know, at two hundred million. You, you could buy three incredible players, so you, you'd have to think about it, I think. But for anything apart from an absolutely ridiculous figure, that Coutinho simply can't, can't be sold because the, the chances of replacing him in time are are, are just you know, virtually impossible. And what I was arguing in my piece yesterday was that in, in 12 months' time, we could have a situation where Salah's re-established in the Premier League, or established for the first time because he didn't establish himself at Chelsea, did he? But established as a an exciting att- attacking force. Mane, we hope we could continue to build on last season, and if Firmino can grow into that nine role, uh, or interchange with Sturridge in it, if we can get you know time out of Sturridge, there's there's an attacking four. We haven't even mentioned Divock Origi and anything that Danny Ings might offer, um, but. You know, that, that, that's a Liverpool attack that you think could hold its own in the season without Philippe, Felipe Coutinho. But, I mean, we're obviously expecting, and Klopp indeed said in the last week, that, you know, don't pin Coutinho down. He can play a few positions. We're expecting him to drop back at times, as he did at the end of last season. So, uh, and we've seen him play, play that way in, in pre season at, at times as well. So, um, it's obvious that when Coutinho's been asked about Barcelona that, He's always, for me, been respectful. He's always um, answered a question as you'd like. But he's never said, I'm not going to Barcelona or I don't want to go to Barcelona. And there's enough coming out of Spain uh, with the press that's close to Barca there to suggest that they're pretty confident that the player will come if they can get a deal with Liverpool. And what Liverpool have to make sure uh, doesn't happen is that they they have a disaffected player on their hands. So, you know Jurgen Klopp we know is a, a master man manager so he needs to get to a situation he had a chat with Coutinho as we know last Friday night in Hong Kong there's a big bid on the table you're not for sale hope you understand um, as you said in January I want to, I'm want signed this new contract so I can be at Liverpool for a few more years and for me I can see a situation in 12 months that if Salah works out as we hope it will but there's, you know we can't depend on that at this stage but if it did there could be a situation where Liverpool could potentially sell Coutinho from a position of relative strength. Still is not something I want to see. I'd still love to see Liverpool uh, build on that. But the crucial thing is not letting them go at this point. Because, as I ended my piece I said, in 12 months things could look very different. Barcelona could have had, a, you know, we know the politics of clubs in Spain. They can look a very different proposition. There can be a new um president the pre- president was the world look for and yeah it couldn't be a new president there a new manager even um so you know it 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 can be quite a liverpool at the moment feels like a relatively stable club to me the you know the owners are, are have been here for a while um, we've got a manager who's on a long term contract who most people are delighted with um there was progression in the team last season we need a trophy to move on this season don't we i think but um and Coutinho, you want to be a part of that, and it could be that in twelve months' time, Liverpool looks just as um, positive uh, place to be as as Barcelona, and and that that's why I, I think you know let's stave off interest for now and see where we are in twelve months. I think even if
3: Liverpool won the league next season, next season, I I think Coutinho would still want to go to Barcelona. I think ultimately, with Barcelona and Real Madrid, they can go to any other club in Europe. Include Manchester United, including Bayern Munich, including Chelsea, including each other. Potentially, click their fingers, and that there's. I just think that is the, that is the reality of, of the situation. You know, it's nothing. I don't think there's anything Liverpool can do about that. Um, won't won't necessarily appease people, but I don't think there's anything FSG can do about that. I don't think it's down to them. This I think it's a case of if Barcelona come knocking, if Real Madrid come knocking. Alonso didn't say them down. Mascherano didn't say them down. I doubt Steven Gerrard would have said them down. To be honest, in his prime, they, if they they, will come for them, it's just the the allure that they've
1: got. They don't have an infinite pot of money though at the moment. Neither of them. I know it feels like they sometimes do, but the suggestions are that you know the Mbappe deal that's said to be on the table has been you know has had to be uh, has really only been possible because of the Murata deal and. Potentially, and and the fullback that's gone to Danilo, who's gone to uh, City, hasn't he? And that, that's money into their pot. Barcelona, of course, would be in a situation where they they'd be potentially um, spending Neymar money. Um, though you know, I read reports in Spain today suggesting that you know it, w- their interest in Coutinho isn't dependent on Neymar leaving because they see Coutinho as. Being able to play alongside him as well, but um, obviously the sort of money we'd expect Liverpool to be looking for would be a, a beyond three figures in terms of millions. Has to
0: be,
1: has I, to I, be I, yeah. I beyond think, three figures. Yeah, four, four, four figures. One of them is a, one of them is an M. Presumably, <laughs> there's an M, but three three, number, you know, post three numbers. Post one hundred it, million. Yeah? Just,
0: could it be? that Barcelona might be using Coutinho to keep Neymar and by which I mean that they could look as though they're making an effort to try and sign him because the bid that they put in every single person just looked at that and gone that's that's not
3: enough I think it's part that and I also think it's part showing Real Madrid that they're still big players in this transfer markers as well because Real are winning seems same as La Liga let's face it the Premier League is in its own little bubble I bet you the rest of Europe are watching the Premier League yeah. I and mean, these guys are, are absolutely insane we can't <laughs> compete with this but Barca and Real, it's you know, a little bit of an arms race between those two. Real are throwing out £150 million for Mbappé. That's also, I imagine, to sort of beat the chest of the Premier League a little bit and say, you know, we, we, we're still the Galacticos, we've got the financial clout. I think Barcelona probably sat back and go, well, you know, we can't have Real dominating the, the, the front pages of, of, of the Spanish newspapers. So... Let's let's uh, let's throw out an idea for for a player, and that player appears to be Phil Coutinho.
1: Yeah, I mean Barcelona's offer was it seventy two million? Yeah, eighty million euros. Eight million seventy two million pounds. So they clearly didn't get the Kyle Walker memo, did they? No, Uh, which 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 basically said the game has officially changed. That that for me was the moment everything changed in this. I mean, it was moving that way, but for me, it was the moment there was there was a moment last season when the Chinese looked like they were. Um, what, was it the 37 million pound bid for Egalo from Watford mm-hmm. How much did Oscar go for? Like 38 million yeah. but he's a, good,
3: he's a good young player Egalo was just a bit of a, yeah. a donkey wasn't That it? was the one last
1: year where you stood up that the things have changed and this season the the Kyle Walker fee was the one where everyone's just gone this is a completely new game and interestingly Klopp said when he spoke to James in Hong Kong um, that if, if if Neymar went for 222 Million euros, which and 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 I can't remember Klopp's exact words here, but it was essentially, you know, that which is something that's just out of this world and beyond comprehension. He said, "Then everything has changed," and but there's so
0: few teams that can spend that amount of money anyway. Let's face it; I don't think Paris Saint-Germain would spend that amount of money. I don't think they would. What? Just as a bit of an aside, what's happened to FFP? Well, this is the this is the other thing. That's why isn't that why Roma having to get rid of? Yeah. They, that's why they had to sell. Well didn't ha- well they, had, they sold obviously Salah but they had to go to another few players. Really they they, they, that, they yeah.
1: were under a warning though in terms of what they'd done in the past and they had to sell players to to meet their obligations. But they got ways and means, means around it. Yeah. I mean, but
0: they're, they're City, back. City, City got around it with a, with a sponsorship, sponsorship deal I think, you know, Well, I can do with PSG. USM
3: Finch Farm don't yeah. do its an outside in terms of casino and numbers and I don't think Liverpool can sell for any forget this season. I just feel in terms of perception as much as anything if Liverpool were to, to lose for the casino now you say about and the that they feel like a stable club for the first time I mean people would disagree just because of the whole Van Dyke situation in case, but in general it is a stable club isn't it for the first time in a long time it feels as if the the set for an actual period of progression and you know people should be looking up rather than down with Liverpool Football Club, they sell senior when he just goes back up in the air. You think about what happened when, when they sold Suarez, and it almost feels like they never. The, the, the title run of 2013 14, everyone got so caught up in it that I don't think anyone really truly prepared for what would happen when Suarez left. I don't think that was evidence of the equation. There was no. Even though the season before he was agitating for a movie and he went to Arsenal, etc., etc., I don't feel. I think such was the season that. Liverpool were having I don't think anyone really considered Suarez was going to leave Anfield that summer then he did and then in comes Ricky Lambert and um, yeah. you know Lazar Markovic, etc
1: all I'd say is don't you feel that and it, our, our position is that it can't happen and won't be allowed to happen but my feeling is that while you wouldn't be able to get a replacement for Coutinho at this stage um, I do think that whatever was made available to Klopp that I just think he'd spend better um, I think he has spend better than, just so just than what, we, run, what, we what we did with, with Suarez was there, as well. yeah,
3: yeah. he was and it's not just him is it because I mean the, the whole structure of the club's different now in terms of we all know Brendan Rodgers was at odds at times with, with other members of the, the committee or, or whatnot, so there was a bit of a clash we all know with Balotelli for example Rodgers didn't want them, to be honest no one at the club wanted them but were anyway, with two weeks of the window left, in terms of Coutinho, you're losing two players, aren't you? Because if you if you lose him this summer, then you've got to go out and you've got to strengthen a wide foot, the wide forward area again, and you've got to strengthen the midfield again, because I don't think getting missing out on Caser is not the unmitigated disaster people would have you believe, because Coutinho can drop in there, and I think although he isn't as good defensively, he's an extra body in that midfield. If he goes, then. There's two big gaping holes there that need to be filled once more. Would you
0: be surprised if Coutinho went this summer? Yes.
1: Yeah. I mean? uh, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, I just I can't envisage a scenario where there's enough money on the table to make it to make it worth Liverpool's while, and that's that's um, why you know as James was saying, you know, people reading a lot into his as I mentioned to James, you know, look, pictures of him looking a bit gloaming. and it, it's not very coutinho Ask is it because we normally used to seeing him thumbs you know, up, smiling, thumbs up, and... grinning with Firmino or Moreno or whoever. Um, so he did look. I know it's silly to read too much into it. He did look like a man who had stuff on his mind to me. But uh, all I will say is you can you well, can have stuff on picture. your mind. There's one picture. No, well, there was three or four pictures. There was one in the rain yesterday. There were two or three at training today. But as Piercey said, he looked sharp. You know doing well and that's what that's what fans would want to have heard
3: am I right in saying those pictures came from the club Yeah. why mm-hmm. would you release them well I suppose you must know what the reaction is going to be you,
1: you can't say to the player smile for the camera can you so you leave Coutinho out of those pictures and then that creates its own well, social exactly. media maybe, so what you're maybe, is maybe, that's maybe the they happiest
0: he looks no maybe the club just thought well there's nothing in this
1: he's walking across an, an airport
0: What's it called? F- f- Luke
1: Harven. Pardon? <laughs> uh, Luke
0: uh, that's German
3: for uh, airport. Oh, right, okay.
1: Um, I was going to say tarmac or whatever oh. that bit of it that's, is. Das Tarmac. Das Tarmac. So he's walking across the tarmac, getting lashed on and looking a bit miserable. So I think that's um, fair. You know, it's absolutely fair in enough. So, they might just um, have a bad meal. Yeah. You know what? These but meals are like on planes. Not great. Anyway. If
0: they went, if they went right in there,
1: I mean, they <laughs> wouldn't even got a me. What about you, Dolly? Any... <laughs> Keep at all costs.
0: Well, okay, right. I actually thought he might have gone last year. I thought that the signing of Manning was building up to him going. To be honest, um, so I was, I was slightly surprised to see he was still there. But I think I would be surprised if he went this year. But I certainly would not be surprised if he gets if he wants to leave and Liverpool allow him to go next year.
1: I I also think one of the things that Klopp will say to Coutinho to try and keep him on side is look, give us, give us twelve months. Let's see where we are, but if you if you've still got your heart set on going, I, I don't want to keep a player massively against his will. That's what Klopp's always
0: said.
3: I was, I think Jurgen Klopp's also. There's you know. There's no suggestion he's got any anything other than a really really healthy relationship with FSG. But I think Jurgen Klopp's been clever with his public comments as well. He's he's basically put it on the owner's head, hasn't he? In terms of. That's what have spoken me. I've spoken to FSG. FSG assure me he's not going to be sold. Now, if he was to be sold, mm. even for, let's say, 120 £150 million, obviously those figures are plucked out of thin air, FSG would, would look very, very duplicitous and, and, and silly, to be honest. Mm. So, I think Klopp has ultimately forced the club's hand, if there was ever any income whatsoever from FSG, well, maybe we can cash on him here, his value's high. I don't think it's going to happen this summer.
0: Have we reached a point, just going to a slight aside, it's a little bit connected, that Coutinho... I could imagine about three or four years ago, if it had been in this kind of form, that you'd have had the likes of Man City and Chelsea looking around, because City and Chelsea have taken players in Liverpool and attempted to take place in Liverpool in the last you know, 10 years because of Liverpool's standing and, and perhaps taking advantage of the fact, as you mentioned before, things weren't quite as stable as they are now. But could you see Liverpool now have got a standing, certainly within the Premier League, where there are other rivals think, oh, we're not even going to try and take... Um, Players from them. I think. I think because Arsenal, two, two tried, to, Arsenal that. tried to take Suarez as well.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, was it Christian? Was it you who wrote the piece, or maybe Jones who wrote the piece about the fact that Liverpool are trying to obviously take Oxley Chamberlain from Arsenal. That was me. Yeah, Arsenal. That's a sign that things have maybe changed a bit in terms of the power struggle there. Obviously, Arsenal are obviously going to come back strong this year. They have brought Lacazette. They brought uh, you know they're bringing in players and they they. I think you it's know, about, it because obviously
0: was. don't forget that Kyle Walker's gone from Tottenham to City. It's happening more often. It,
3: it feels like the early 2000s in Italy, because if you remember back then, teams would go from Milan to, to Inter, teams would go from Juve to Parma, etc. It feels like Manchester might be going to Manchester United. It feels like the, the bigger teams are, are sort of doing those deals.
0: But Is that because they're the only ones that can do it? Yeah, I think that's what the it end, is. So no Liverpool, forward. would we say Liverpool are in that group? Yes. Yeah. Whereas yeah. in the past, I think what I was trying to say is they weren't two, in that group, which means that teams were good. Two things for to me to put them, n- them in that
1: group. In one is obviously the, the the hope that they'll be back in Champions League football this year, moving things on. But I think Jurgen Klopp uh, gives a different aura to Liverpool Probably, than yeah. Brendan Rodgers does yeah. in terms of a manager. He's one of that group of managers who you know who are now at the top of the, you know who it, players you know, want to play for. Yeah, players want to play for, but also carries a sort of international reputation. Mm. You've got Guardiola, you've got Mourinho, however much you want to, you know, you perhaps dislike him. Conte, Conte. No, I think I don't think Conte necessarily had it when he came in. No. Obviously, he. I think he did. I think he did a service. I think he had to prove himself um, outside of Italy. Outside of Italy, yeah. yeah. In terms of obviously national job there and and, and his the work he'd done in uh, in Serie A, but um, I think he did need. In a, in for the wider British support, I think he needed to prove it here, and he obviously did it to spectacular effect. Mm, I don't I think
3: th- Liverpool could ever sell to City or Chelsea again. Uh, one of their top players, either. I think they they got they got off with it lightly in a way when they sold Torres.
0: Torres was different, wasn't it? Torres was. That was the mm, end. Everybody really wants yeah.
3: to go, yeah, but but he got off with them in the sense that he wasn't very good there you've sort of gone off with it with Sterling I think he's going to be really good on the Guardiola eventually but he hasn't exactly set
1: the way of the lights I think
0: that's just because Sterling agitating him we always he could a good, the, good season I, know. I saw, some, saw stats some stats about, about him uh, today to where
1: to was, he was the only City player who got was it double figure goals and said something like I can't the that I, I haven't got time. I think hand, Liverpool
3: fans actually lament now. I, I mean I think he's underrated like imagine the in this team for example right now but I think he'd be the a perfect player would be unbelievable yeah. playing with right back um, but I, don't, I, I I feel that they've, both, they've got away with, with both of those in a way because they sold them and I think Liverpool maybe got the best deal out of it and certainly with Torres, maybe 50-50 with was, was, was Sterling. That aura of being maybe a selling club and being that notch below City and Chelsea's gone now is, as you say, mm. Klopp's part of the Champions League, but also the fact that they just haven't done business with them over the past couple of years. So they can't do that again. They can't go back to, to, back to what it was.
1: I think the only place where maybe I think supporters rightly feel probably that Liverpool are still a little bit behind those clubs is in wages, mm-hmm. and I know there was there was a stat that came out soon that uh, at the end of last season you know, that Liverpool's wage bill was bigger than City's or something. It was it was a completely misleading stat as far as I understand. I think I've spoken to people at Liverpool. Liverpool's entire um, backroom staff and you know everybody but works. But at the every, every, everybody works yeah. at the stadium and everyone was in that Liverpool figure, whereas. Uh, Man City outsourced that to a separate company, and everyone who works at the stadium's office is employed by somebody different. So none of that was in their wages. So in terms of player wages, City were still considerably uh, in advance of anything you know Liverpool offer. And I think that's probably where where Liverpool are still still behind. But um, you know they're in there. Um, you know there'll still be supporters out there and supporters listening to this um, who will say that FSG. Haven't spent any proper money in this window yet.
0: There'll be some that will be expecting them to spend two hundred million. Uh, yes, <laughs> uh, no, but
1: and and it it depends how you view the bids, the bids for Kater and the interest in Van Dyke. Um, because well, you can't argue with the bids. They have made the bids. They,
3: they, they've made the bids. They've well, made the bids. The, the bids for Kater and not for Van Dyke.
1: that's yeah, the issue. But, yeah. There will be mass, <laughs> ma, There'll be massive cynics out there who say they've made bids for for a player that they know they can't get um i'm 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 playing devil's advocate to a certain extent here um and again with Van Dyke obviously there's been no bid but obviously interest apology everything else and Liverpool are currently you know in a situation where the Liverpool basically have to wait for Southampton to go, okay, come back to the table. we need to sort this out, and obviously there'll be discussions behind the scenes to that effect i'm sure that you know. Liverpool aren't in a situation where they can't pick up the phone, so I'd up, and say, "You know, higher things at your end. Do do you want to talk?" Uh, I'm pretty confident that that those uh, discussions happen regularly, and um, you know, ho- hopefully from a Liverpool viewpoint that Van Dijk's desire to come to Anfield, you know, is 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 allowed to take place. Um, and Kater's starting to get very messy, isn't it? And you just don't know. Yeah, you know, let, let's face it, those comments that we discussed with Piercy are... People, people view us sort of... have the hint of casual racism, don't they? What was, what um, was he thinking? You know, what was he
0: thinking? He wasn't thinking, that's what he you was
1: thinking. In terms of how he views you know, a, a player of African descent or whatever. So, um, if is and his, and his agent, representatives, whatever you want to call them, basically say, well, I'm sorry, but that's unacceptable to us. Um, you know, it gives him the chance to have the moral high ground in that move, whereas he was in a situation where he was, um, apart from chopping down <laughs> opponents in training, <laughs> he, was, he, he was in a situation where he was going to have to make his feelings known with a stand, with a Van dyke esque stand, wasn't he? Which, from what we know of him, apparently, wasn't thought likely. So Rangnick's
0: frustration, obvious frustration, that the player clearly wanted to leave... That's now given him, the player, the excuse to then say, I want to leave, hasn't it? Yeah. His inability, to, well, I mean, what, what, inability
3: what was, to. What I would say is, I don't think anyone should be jumping in fee face in the sense that, or celebrating Randy's comments. Oh, no, it's it's no, no up, reason It's horrible. To, yeah. Like what he said, it's not not very nice. And, you know, if even if sort of indirectly it helps Liverpool, I think everyone would much rather yeah. he didn't offend the country of Guinea and the continent of Africa rather you, than. You get the impression he he, he's just he he's he, a, I don't know, think he's. he's yeah, not, I don't. I don't, I, I don't think I, I, I'm he's. Not meant saying, I'm not saying Roy Hodgson was say this, but he's not a Hodgson in the sense of he's engaged his mouth before he's. Before yeah. he's yeah. Uh, he has. His brain he has got. He's, got he's probably
0: his mouth. been. You can tell that he's probably got a little bit fed up with, it, being asked by, people from Guinea or something like that. He's clearly had dealings with, with people, and they're all saying, yeah, he's going to Liverpool, send to Liverpool, or he wants to go to Liverpool, and he's just kind of got a bit frustrated. <laughs> There's ways and means of expressing expressing frustration. frustration That's not the the way,
1: is it? It's it's not, and we'll have to wait and see how it plays out. I think Christian summed it up very well. There, not not nice for anybody to to see, but the situation could end up being beneficial to Liverpool. Isn't it
3: crazy how things in the transfer market can hinge on such moments?
0: Yes, nothing nothing to do with football, nothing to do with the players themselves,
1: but. You think people are going to get to a stage where the football will start and everyone will go, oh, we were all having so much fun? Um, well, it's,
3: there's a good point. I think it was Sid Lowe on, on, on Twitter said, um, you know, maybe, maybe I'm naive, but back in the day, didn't people use coaching and, and, and tactics to, to improve the team rather than just
0: throwing money and transfers? And I think
1: could have been Jurgen Klopp saying that, yeah, couldn't it? That's exactly, a very Klopp. It's,
0: it could have been any chairman who doesn't want to spend any money. Very true. But
3: ultimately, people, it's almost like a, 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 a competition of its own now, the transfer window, winners and losers. Well, and... But, you know, I'm glad
0: you've said that, because I was reading something about, someone said, who are the real winners in this transfer window? We don't know until the end yeah. of the season, know, know. because then you'll know. All, all,
1: all the... favour, because yeah. it's not only about one season. But I saw someone describe um, the Tottenham position as being sort of, very separate from everybody else at the moment, in that Levy clearly... Doesn't want to.
0: Are they like a reference point? Aren't they? For People are calling them the say, control experiment.
1: Which I thought was an interesting way of putting it. And um, it will be, a, you know, if Tottenham don't massively strengthen, given that they've, you know, they've obviously lost Walker, haven't they? Um, who I think is a good full-back, but I think we were all astonished to see him go for that money. Um, it'd be it'd be interesting to see how, you know, Pochettino in his third season there now. Fourth might be up to fourth. I
0: think it's third, isn't it? Well, hang on. It must be. It's the. It's. It's. It will be his fourth season. Yeah, correct. It because
1: because, yeah. So, you know, whether his methodology and continuity at, at that team, where we've seen progress from them, haven't we? And they, you know, they've been. They were the only team who had a ch- had a chance in the end of, of, of potentially catching Chelsea last year. having, you know really been. In all, but name the team who finished second the, the year before as well. Obviously, they they, they didn't manage to. But <laughs> that in, means they uh, finished third, and No, I know, but I think for you know, for the scene they it was either them or Leicester, uh, you know, in that last you know month six weeks six weeks. So um yeah, it'd be interesting to see whether a they do decide to act, whether they get nervous if you like and decide we've got to go and spend, or whether they stick to their guns and believe this squad and build and you know the minor tweaks and another year and everything we want to do here does us and it'll be you know there'll, there'll be some people who you know obviously most of us in, the, in this room will be you know very much supporting you know what Liverpool do next season but I think there'll be quite a few people who if Tottenham do stick to their stance will be delighted if, if if it's proved to be um, one of value and one that produces a team that that can still go and um still go and compete at, at, at absolute top level. I mean, my own opinion is that you really always need to freshen up, just to give everybody a little spark to create that competition. I'm not saying you have to necessarily, you know, be in with yeah, these yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. It
3: was 2002 um two thousand and two. I think it was it just John Allen who came in two thousand one. Two thousand one. Sorry, just John Allen who came in really, and
0: you know, look what happened there. That's yeah. true that's true we'll just finish then by looking ahead to the, the three games that are going to be happening over the next week in Germany are we Are we looking forward to them will this be a good test for Liverpool Christian Hertha Berlin Bay Munich and then one of Let's go and Ridden-Napoli Napoli. Uh, it's
3: a pre-season isn't it it's only not. To, do, um, do
0: you miss the old pre-season the ones where they would go off to like Ireland yeah they go into Norway they pop over to Ireland and they play you know, no, I, mean, uh, I, I think, think, I think the, modern, I I think the
3: demands of modern football now not just commercially they've obviously ticked that box now but I think you might as well get as many games in against good opposition as possible. There's absolutely no point in beating, uh, you know, a select island 11 nil. You know, there's, there's, just no, no uh, positivity to, uh, and benefit to that. So it'll be interesting to see. Everything will get overanalyzed. We're we're as guilty as that as anyone, I suppose. But such is our job. Um, <laughs> Let's analyze what Christians just said. There. <laughs> uh, It'll be interesting, uh, and you know Andrew Robertson. same, get yeah, minutes in
1: the tank. Have we? Cool. You're deciding on Andrew. Uh, it's if, Andy. Uh, it seems to be yeah. Well, G- <laughs> we should have checked this with James as to what he prefers. I think we've we've gone for Andy on I the think site he, so uh, far. Oh, right,
3: but, So I think he said on the official website he was Andy, but you know, <laughs> it says it's, it's it's, it's, Andrew. You can't. Have it. it does say Andrew. It does. It does. Yeah. In- an interesting one actually that he has been implementing is album is the six. I wonder if he's going to carry on with that. I wonder if that's just a little precursor of something that he might do You didn't season. like this, did you? I really didn't like it at Wigan. I don't think he's, he's suited to that whatsoever, but then I didn't think... Henderson would be. Henderson
1: yeah. would and be. But then he played six alongside um, Lalana and uh, Coutinho over in uh, in Hong Kong with, for uh, a half day. Wigan and um, So uh-huh. that doesn't work for me. Uh-huh. Um, I think... Well, it's, this is a good time he, to try these things out. He's there, checking his he? options, yeah. isn't yeah. he, in case Hendo were to, you know... I mean, to, to struggle and you know before Emre become gets up to speak because obviously I, I think probably most people would view Chanis the natural holder of Henderson's not there definitely and
0: there's no Lucas anymore
1: and, and obviously uh, that, that's know. if
0: Chan's still here we if, haven't even mentioned him well before.
3: Chan I mean again it's one of it's, it's another casino in the sense that Jurgen Klopp's now on the record having spoken to James saying you know we're not going to sell him with any sort of the contract talks are going well It'll It'd be interesting to see what happens if Juventus Pop along with a £35 million bid. I'm still throwing the whole suggestion that we sh- shuffle him off to Leipzig.
1: I think you mentioned this one yeah. a bit mad that yeah, day. Yeah. You suggested not, that, didn't they? How dare you? Uh, dare you. I would say, I would say, the thing I'd say about Chan is, if it got to January and his contract's mm. finishing at the end of the year and he's not playing a lot of football, and we, and we obviously don't know how the next few months will unravel, I can't see a situation where he won't play a significant degree of football. You know, with with Europe and everything else, but um, the uh, if he weren't, um, you know, if he weren't playing in the key games, if you like, and the difficult, probably won't be. There's not going to be a huge number of games that aren't key. But say if he was cropping up in the League Cup is, team,
3: is he starting against Atletico Madrid away in the Champions League group stage? Yeah, yeah exactly. And mm, if, he if, it, he if, might
0: start against Atletico Madrid in the, in the Audi Cup though.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, obviously, it's, it's uh, but it'd be great actually to see Klopp and uh, Simeone. Simeone on the sideline together, won't it? Uh, if if we can get the the Atletico game. But... In
3: terms of Champions League, by the way, if Liverpool do get there, we never asked it, we? yeah. Well, first of all, if you do get there, it's nailed on to get Leipzig, absolutely. In, in... Oh, in the group stage. Yeah. And what's happening
1: in the playoff round, then, Chris? Tell us about the playoffs, Christian. So we've had we've had the first legs. Uh, last night and the night before, mm-hmm. so uh, we know there's 10 possible teams, and certainly Moscow became more likely, because they got a good Moscow win.
3: Moscow almost nailed on to be unseeded, so
1: one of Liverpool's,
3: Liverpool will always be seeded, always, always will. So absolutely. we'll only have
1: five possible opponents five in Five possible opponents. Yep. Moscow looked like they'll be one of them.
3: Moscow look absolutely nailed on now, uh, basically it depends on two games, Kiev versus Young Boys, 3-1, 3-1, yep. um, so you'd say that was Kiev, 2 Kiev, 2 Kiev. Kiev, you'd say they're probably favourites, although plastic pitch, etc. with young boys, but you say Kiev are favourites there, Ajax, uh, Nice one, Ajax one,
1: Balotelli scored, the scored, scored, he, scored uh,
3: yeah. and then uh, Van der Beek um, for Ajax, um, basically if one of Kiev or Ajax go out, Pilsen will be the team that and get bumped they, up into the They instantly. drew
0: too old, didn't, we? didn't they? Didn't Stanley
3: they? Now if they went out to Stawa Bucharest then it would be Moscow, Who, well, it, it's looking very likely I'd say Moscow one 2 nil away from home against Athens. 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 So, so at this like stage it's
1: you'd have a pot of Moscow, Hoffenheim, Sport and Lisbon, Lisbon. and, and yeah, one team from each of those potentially two games. We maybe,
3: yeah, maybe um, well it's going to be Bruges or Istanbul definitely, yeah. that was 3-3. Uh, in Bruges so that's advantage uh, it, Istanbul probably yeah, in the balance um so that's Moscow Hoffenheim Sport and Lisbon Bruges/Istanbul and then choose one off Pilsen Young Boys um or is that it Pilsen Stour. Young Boys and Stour as
1: well Stour. Yeah. so there there you are um that's that, that's clarified. That's all, cl- yeah, it? that's cleaning up. So <laughs> but those uh, second legs yeah. next
0: next week in the draw. Tuesday, next Wednesday, Friday. Friday, isn't
1: it? Yes. Yeah, going to be. Let's hope we're in it. Well, they will be in the draw. <laughs> <isn't it? laughs> but but uh, yeah, <laughs> that's true. Exclusive. That's <laughs> good. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think that probably should be the for the headline on this piece. Let's hope we're in there. <laughs> um, yeah, but I think um, Andrew's tired. He's had
0: a very long day. And on that note, we shall end this podcast. Join us too. next week, where we will look ahead to the draw, which will have Liverpool in it. Cheerio.